0: We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Bardwell. To hear more, please use our media player at PCACHurch.com. And join us every Sunday at 1030 at 2313 East Prospect in Ponca City. Now join us for the following message. When we think about our lives, everything in our life is measured, right? Some of y'all can tell me how big your houses are. 90 feet back to the back wall of the city. You got to go through the middle aisle, 90 feet. You know the size of your houses, how many, three bedrooms, two baths, whatever it is, 1,200 square feet, 2,000, whatever it is. We, we measure things. Uh, you, you know how much money you make on your paycheck, right? Okay, this is how much money I should make on my paycheck. Because we measure it by hours we work and how much we get paid and all those things. Well, we're just gonna measure it right there. Seventy-three feet, so 90 by, let's say 80. 90 times 80. Somebody help me out. How many square feet is that? 720. Seventy-seven hundred square feet? Seventy-two hundred square feet? We have some people who describe their masses. Seventy-two hundred square feet? Good. That's what we have. We have walls, right? And so everything we do in the church, in the auditorium, is done within these walls. The sound of the preaching is within the walls. Your worship on Sundays is within the walls. We tend to have boundaries in every area of our life. Boundaries when it comes to our finances. Well... This is what we can do. This is our budget. This is as far as we can measure. It. I want to talk with you today about how God sees our lives. So, if you have your Bibles, turn to Zechariah chapter 2, verse 1 through 4. Then I looked up, and there before me was a man with a measuring line in his hand. And I asked, where are you going? He answered me, to measure Jerusalem, to find out how wide and how long it is. So he's willing to find out what are the boundaries, what are going to be the walls of the city of Jerusalem. While the angel who was speaking to me was leaving, another angel came to meet him and said to him, run, tell that young man. Jerusalem will be a city without walls. Jerusalem will be a city without walls because of the great number of people and animals in it. So, in other words, the city cannot be measured. There will not be any boundaries, there will not be any walls because it's going to be too great. It's going to be too big to measure. There's going to be so many people, so many animals. It's going to be such a great place. It's going to be beyond measurement. We need to break the measuring lines and and stop measuring everything. If we want to be able to live a life of limitless living. And I have read the word, I have preached the word for almost 30 years. And I believe with all my heart that God wants us to live limitless. That God wants us to live without boundaries. He wants us to stop measuring what our lives are. There was one moment that I I saw in the New Testament to where there was somebody who lived limitless. And we find Jesus, the, the disciples are in a boat, it's a storm, you know the story. And Jesus is walking on the water. Jesus is going beyond limitations, right? Gravity's not holding him. This is beyond the limits. Now Simon Peter and the other disciples, they are limited. They are in a boat. They have boundaries. They have walls. Stay inside the boat. But Jesus speaks to them and says come. Simon Peter all of a sudden says I'm not going to be bound by limits. He steps out of the boat. He fixes his eyes on Jesus. And he starts walking on the water. He is now living limitless. As long as. As he keeps his eyes fixed on Jesus. But then he starts looking around. And all of a sudden he begins to think. He begins to have doubt. And the moment of limitless living gets stopped. All of a sudden he looks around and goes, wait a minute, I'm not in a boat. Wait a minute, I'm not supposed to be able to do this. He looks at the wind, he looks at the waves, and all of a sudden he begins to sink. Why? Jesus said, you have doubt. Oh, you of little faith. I'm here to tell you today that our doubts, I want you to hear me, hear me strong. Our doubts limit God's ability to move in our lives. Our doubts limit God to be able to move in our lives. I believe that we can live limitless living if we begin to fix our eyes and stop measuring the boundaries of our lives. We measure everything. But with God, there are no limits. There are no walls. There are no boundaries. We measure everything. Our lives. We live our lives with measuring lines instead of living without limits. And every time we do this, we will come up short of what God wants in our lives. God is not bound by our economy. I'm telling you the truth. We built a church in the middle of a downed economy. I mean, people are getting laid off left and right. And we built a church. Millions of dollars church. How does that happen? Because we realize we have a God without limits. So let's find out. Let's get out of the boat and see what happens. Let's take our doubts and put them into a place to where faith takes over. God is not bound by Wall Street or the news that we hear every day. We measure our marriages. We look at the statistics, and we find, oh, you know what? Everybody in my family is divorced, so I'm going to be divorced, too. No, you don't have to be. Sammy's the only one out of 13 children that's not divorced. I'm the only one. He and my brother are the only one out of all our family that are not divorced and remarried. Yeah. Why? Because we're not going to be limited by statistics. We're not going to look at life and go, well, that's the way it has to be. Sometimes we we measure our families. Well, nobody in our family has ever done very good, so I'm going to be limited by that too. Everybody in our family, this is our socioeconomic, so I'm not going to go above that because this is the way it's always been. So we measure things. We we limit ourselves. We look at our children and and we measure our children. We, we can tell them, you know what, that they all of a sudden have these dreams, these, these large expectations of life. And sometimes we go, well, well, that will never happen. I, I just want you to know the realities of life. That that's just not going to happen. And, well, you can't do that. You're not smart enough. You're, you're, you don't have athletic ability. You can't do that. And so we take and put a measuring line on our families. We take and put a measuring line on our kids. We we put a measuring line on our finances, our homes. Well, we'll never have a house like that. Everybody in our family has this kind of house, and so this is the kind of house we're going to have, and, and that's just the way it's going. Might as well just accept it. Really? Do we not believe that we serve a God who is unlimited. And yet because of our doubts, we limit our happiness. We limit it. Well, this is as happy as I'm going to be. If I was just face it, this is not going to get any better. Yeah. We, we limit all of these things because we measure it out and go, God, this is as far as it can go. God, this is the walls that I'm living within. Uh, listen, uh, everybody in Ponca is like this. It's just our culture. It's just the way we live. We measure our possessions. We we measure our future by our past. Here's the way it's always been. Here's the way it's always going to be. As a pastor, I fight that in churches more than anything else. Well, we've never done it like that before.
1: Well, let's try
0: it. What if it doesn't work? We tried. What if it does? What if something does work? What if God is trying to get you trying to get me trying to get our church, trying to get our city out of this measuring, this walls that we're building this, this limitations that we're putting up on God? What if we stopped measuring and start living life without boundaries? Start believing that God can do anything. And God can do the impossible. That there's nothing that God cannot do. I believe that today. I don't ever put walls on God. I've seen God do the impossible. I've seen God do things that even sometimes I was, wow, I really can't believe that God did that. It was beyond What I was thinking. I guess I had taken and stretched my faith, but somewhere it stopped, and God goes, I want you to take it a little further, Pastor. Because I want you to know that you know that you know that I have no limitations of what I can do. Zechariah. He painted some pictures of the of the people in, in Israel. There had been two captivities. The first captivity was in Egypt. And so there's a photo of Egypt, if you would. The the picture looks something like this. They were taken into captivity by the Egyptians. They were slaves. They they did not have any freedoms. They they had to make brick and they, they had to eat what was given to them. And life was harsh. But God sent them a deliverer by the name of Moses. And that picture is a picture today of people who are enslaved by sin. They're slaves to sin. They can't help themselves. They can't get out. But God sent a deliverer through Jesus Christ. And Jesus can deliver you out of all your sins. Like the people of Egypt, uh, Israel, were, were delivered out of Egypt. He delivered them out. And they began to live limitless, didn't they? I mean, every day, bread, manna from heaven. That's pretty limitless. I mean, water from a rock? Come on. See, when we think about our lives, everything in our life is measured, right? Some of y'all can tell me how big your houses are. Ninety feet. Okay, go back to the back wall and see. "We got to go through the middle aisle." Ninety feet. You know the size of your houses. I mean, three bedrooms, two baths, whatever it is, twelve hundred square feet, two thousand, whatever it is. We we measure things. Uh, You you know how much money you make on your paycheck, right? Okay, this is how much money I should make on my paycheck. Because we measure it by hours we work and how much we get paid and all those things. Well, we're just going to measure it right there. 73 feet, so 90 by, let's say, 80. 90 times 80. Somebody help me out. How many square feet is that? 720. 720. 7,700 square feet? 7,200 square feet? We have some people who describe their masses. 7,200 square feet? Okay, That's what we have. We have walls, right? And so everything we do in the church, in the auditorium, is done within these walls. The sound of the preaching is within the walls. Your worship on Sundays is within the walls. We tend to have boundaries in every area of our life. Boundaries when it comes to our finances. Well, this is what we can do. This is our budget. This is as far as we can measure it. I want to talk with you today about how God sees our lives. So if you have your Bibles, turn to Zechariah chapter 2, verse 1 through 4. Then I looked up, and there before me was a man with a measuring line in his hand. And I asked, where are you going? He answered me, to measure Jerusalem, to find out how wide and how long it is. So he's willing to find out what are the boundaries What are going to be the walls of the city of Jerusalem? While the angel who was speaking to me was leaving, another angel came to meet him and said to him, run, tell that young man, Jerusalem will be a city without walls. Jerusalem will be a city without walls because of the great number of people and animals in it. So in other words, the city cannot be measured. There will not be any boundaries. There will not be any walls because it's going to be too great. It's going to be too big to measure. There's going to be so many people, so many animals. It's going to be such a great place. It's going to be beyond measurement. We need to break the measuring lines and and stop measuring everything if we want to be able to live a life of limitless living. And I have read the word, I have preached the word for almost 30 years, and I believe with all my heart that God wants us to live limitless us to live without boundaries. He wants us to stop measuring what our lives are. There was one moment that I I saw in the New Testament to where there was somebody who lived limitless. And we find Jesus, the the disciples are in a boat, it's a storm, you know the story, and Jesus is walking on the water. Jesus is going beyond limitations, right? Gravity's not holding him. This is beyond the limits. Now, Simon Peter and the other disciples, they are limited. They are in a boat. They have boundaries. They have walls. Stay inside the boat. But Jesus speaks to them and says, Come. Simon Peter all of a sudden says, I'm not going to be bound by limits. He steps out of the boat. He fixes his eyes on Jesus, and he starts walking on the water. He is now living limitless as long as he keeps his eyes fixed on Jesus. But then he starts looking around, and all of a sudden, he begins to think, he begins to have doubt, and the moment of limitless living gets stopped! All of a sudden he looks around and goes, wait a minute, I'm not in a boat. Wait a minute, I'm not supposed to be able to do this. He looks at the wind, he looks at the waves, and all of a sudden he begins to sink. Why? Jesus said, you have doubt. Oh, you of little faith. I'm here to tell you today that our doubts, I want you to hear me, hear me strong. Our doubts limit God's ability to move in our lives. Our doubts limit God to be able to move in our lives. I believe that we can live limitless living if we begin to fix our eyes and stop measuring the boundaries of our lives. We measure everything. But with God... There are no limits, there are no walls, there are no boundaries. We measure our lives. We live our lives with measuring lines instead of living without limits. And every time we do this, we will come up short of what God wants in our lives. God is not bound by our economy. I'm telling you the truth. We built a church in the middle of a downed economy. I mean, people were getting laid off left and right. And we built a church. Millions of dollars church. How does that happen? Because we realized we have a God without limits. So let's find out. Let's get out of the boat and see what happens. Let's take our doubts and and, and put them into a place to where faith takes over. God is not bound by Wall Street or the news that we hear every day. We measure our marriages. We look at the statistics. And we find, oh, you know what? Everybody in my family is divorced. So I'm going to be divorced too. No, you don't have to be. Sandy's the only one out of 13 children that's not divorced. I'm the only one. Me and my brother are the only ones. Out of all our family that are not divorced or remarried. Why? Because we're not going to be limited by statistics. We're not going to look at life and go, well, that's the way it has to be. Sometimes we we measure our families. Well, nobody in our family has ever done very good, so I'm going to be limited by that too. Everybody in our family this is our socioeconomic, so I'm not going to go above that because this is the way it's always been. So we measure things. We, we limit ourselves. We look at our children and we, and we measure our children. We, we can tell them, you know what, that they all of a sudden have these dreams, these, these large expectations of life. And sometimes we go, well, well that will never happen. I, I just want you to know the realities of life. That that's just not going to happen. And, well, you can't do that. You're not smart enough. You don't have athletic ability. You can't do that. And so we take and put a measuring line on our families. We take and put a measuring line on our kids. We, We put a measuring line on our finances, our homes. Well, we'll never have a house like that. Everybody in our family has this kind of house and so this is the kind of house we're going to have and and that's just the way it's going. Might as well just accept it. Really? Do we not believe that we serve a God who is unlimited? And yet because of our doubts, we limit our happiness. We limit it. Well, this is as happy as I'm going to be. I might as well just face it. This is not going to get any better. Yeah. We, we limit all of these things because we measure it out and go, God, this is as far as it can go. God, this is the walls that I'm living within. Uh, listen, uh, everybody in Palka is like this. It's just our culture. It's just the way we live. We measure our possessions. We, we measure our future by our past. Here's the way it's always been. Here's the way it's always going to be. As a pastor, I fight that in churches more than anything else. Well, we've never done it like that before. Well, let's try it. What if it doesn't work? We tried. What if it does? What if something does work? What if God is trying to get you, trying to get me, trying to get our church, trying to get our city out of this measuring, this walls that we're building, this this limitations that we're putting upon God? What if we stopped measuring and start living life without boundaries? Start believing that God can do anything and God can do the impossible, that there's nothing that God cannot do. I believe that today. I don't ever put walls on God. I've seen God do the impossible. I've seen God do things that even sometimes I was, wow, I really can't believe that God did that. It was beyond what I was thinking. I guess I had taken and stretched my faith, but somewhere it stopped and God goes, I want you to take it a little further, Pastor. Because I want you to know that you know that you know that I have no limitations of what I can do. Zechariah, he painted some pictures of the the people in in Israel. There had been two captivities. The first captivity was in Egypt. And so there's a photo of Egypt, if you would. The, The picture looks something like this they were taken into captivity by the Egyptians, they were slaves. They they did not have any freedoms. They they had to make brick and they, they had to eat what was given to them. And life was harsh. But God sent them a deliverer by the name of Moses. And that picture is a picture today of people who are enslaved by sin. They're slaves to sin. They can't help themselves. They can't get out. But God sent a deliverer through Jesus Christ. And Jesus can deliver you out of all your sins like the people of Egypt, uh, Israel, were were delivered out of Egypt. He delivered them out. And they began to live limitless, didn't they? I mean, every day bread, manna from heaven, that's pretty limitless. I mean, water from a rock? Come on. They get to the boundary of a river and God said, this won't stop you. And they walk across. God was beginning to show them limitless living. Well, then they went into captivity again. and this time it's to Babylon. But the captivity's different this time. They're not slaves. They live a free life. But the captivity was not physical, but it was more social and mental. because this time in Babylon, they changed their names, They changed their culture. They changed their identity. They changed their religion. They were free to marry and intermarry. There was a lot of freedom going on there. But they had no identity of who they really were. They did not live with the privileges of being Israelites. But they lived as Babylonians. Today, that picture is alive is and well in America today. We are not enslaved. We have freedoms to live today. We can go about and do whatever we want to do. The problem is, did you know the word Babylon equals confusion? That's what happened. When they became enslaved in Babylon, they became confused as to who they were. They became confused In their religions, they became confused in their marriages. They did not know. And today, our nation is so confused. We have generations of people who have been confused, whose names, they don't even know that they're Christians. And when they are Christians, they don't know what that entitles them to. They're they're living lives today, but yet they're Intermarrying with all different kinds of religions, and, and they're getting confused about God. Right. They're confused, even churches are getting confused. Why are we here? What are we supposed to be doing? And we're getting confused when it comes to our worship. I've never seen more diverse worship than in our churches today of youth, where we're confused. Well, it's got to be about fog machines, and it's got to be about lights, and it's got to be about this and that. And God's going, wait a minute, I just want you to worship me. I don't care what the songs are, what the special effects are, what I care about is your heart. And people today are so confused that they don't know what lifestyles they should live. We've got people choosing alternative lifestyles. Confusion to the max. Walls got built. But God sent a deliverer. And today God sent a deliverer to us. Because he wants you to know who you are. You are a child of the Most High God. You are heirs and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. You have been redeemed You are not your own. You've been bought with a price. And he wants you to know not only who you are, but who you are to worship. We're not to have wasted worship as I preached about. But we're to worship the one true God. And he's come to set us free from all of the confusion. To deliver us out of all of the Babylonian mentality, the Babylonian culture, the Babylonian walls. We are here today because of so much confusion. And the enemy is confusing so many people. He's got them so confused. He's holding them into captivity with limited thinking. Churches, our society is limiting God. The angel said this, stop measuring. God is a God without walls. God is a God without limits. Your future, I want you to hear this, it is not pie in the sky, it is truth. Your future is unlimited in Christ. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I am not having to fit into the mold that my parents, my grandparents put me into. I'm not having to fit into a mold that society says, well, you can do this, but you can't do that. I'm here to tell you today that if God speaks something into your heart, if God speaks something into my heart, he makes it possible for us to do it. I want our young people today to hear this. You can do anything. And you can be anybody in Christ that He's called you to be. And don't let anybody tell you, you can't do it. You can't be that. You can't, you can't. Don't let them put limits and walls around you. But we've got to raise up people today. Church people, men and women of God, who all of a sudden get their thinking straight, step out of the boat and begin to say, you know what, I'm getting my eyes fixed on Jesus Christ and Him alone. What I look at, I'm not going to look and listen to what everybody else is looking and listening to. We are filled today with doubts because somebody (laughs) listens. I'm telling you the truth. I hear this. It's in my heart today. I want you to hear my heart. This is the truth. And today, even listening to it and putting it in our spirit becomes difficult because of all the confusion. Because of all the voices. Well, pastor, it sounds good, but it's not reality. You need to get a dose of reality. No. You need to get a dose of Jesus Christ. You need to get in his presence. You need To hear him speak to you. You need to hear him speak. About your family. We've got all these things. That we're measuring. And you know what today. I say that we stop measuring everything. Well, this is how my family's going to go. It's always been messed up. It's always going to be messed up. I say, you know what? Break the measuring line today. It's time for us to go to bed for our families. It's time for us to fight for our families and say, you know what, God? You've created my family for something greater. I'm not going to let it stay like this anymore. You've got to break these lines. You've got to stop measuring it out. Well, my health... It's bad. Well, I've got hereditary problems. Everybody in my family is a diabetic, so I'm going to have to be a diabetic. Everybody in my family is an alcoholic, so I'm going to have to be an alcoholic. Everybody in my family, so I'm going to be. You know what? What do we do? We break. Break that thinking and say, you know what, God? You call me to a greater life than what I'm living. There's not going to be any limits in my life. I'm I'm getting right into your homes today, church. We've got people today who go, well, pastor, uh, we can never give $400. We can never give $400 because we just are not the kind of people. Hey, listen, you're talking to a poor white boy born in Mississippi. You're talking to a boy who never even had, my parents didn't even own a home until I became a ninth grader. Yeah. And then they bought an old, wore-out, dilapidated, what somebody was going to throw away trailer. And then my dad, he was a carpenter, so he built something on the front of it, built something on the end of it, built something on the side of it. Yeah. Well, we just have to be this way. No, you don't something got a hold of me as a young man and said, you know what, God has called me, God has delivered me, God has saved me, and I'm a child of the king, and I'm not supposed to live like a pauper. I'm not supposed to be the beggar. I'm supposed to be the lender. I'm not supposed to be the borrower. I'm supposed to be the one to help somebody else out. And I began to put my faith in action that says, you know what, there are no limits to what God can do in my life, and I'm not going to let God limit me. So I had to break those measuring sticks of finances in my mind. It's a culture we get into. Well, Pastor, we just can't. Is his word true? You gonna help me? Come on. Well, Pastor? Huh? Our church. Come on. Think about three wrong. It's all Move far enough to get Gus where he wouldn't find us. (laughs) (laughs) Got enough people to pay the bills, I guess. This is not what God's called us to be. Come on. on. There had to be vision somewhere. You didn't have a vision just to build a building and go, now let's just settle down and do nothing. No, you had a vision to build a building so you could win the lost. Well, that's the pastor's job. No. Last time I checked, no. pastor's job is to equip you to go out and win the lost. So I'm trying to do my job today because what I'm trying to do is get past the thinking of limiting God. Well, pastor, they won't come. I've invited them. They just won't track them. <laughs> 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 Biblical. Biblical. The Bible says to go onto the highways and hedges and drag them in. Compel them. What's that word, compel me? Hey, would you like to go to church with me Sunday? You wouldn't. Okay, well, I'm done with her then. I'm never going to ask her again. She said, no. No, Hey, would you like to go to church with me? You wouldn't? That's right. I'm going to get you, girl. You know what? You gonna to go to church with me? Because I got a back seat that's empty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh? Well, you're not dressed? Okay. You know what? got all these kids, got all these kids. <laughs> Next week, you know what? I'm gonna come over here. I got I got clothes for you kids, and I got clothes for you, and it's six o'clock on a Sunday morning. You wanna to go to church with me? We Do we have a shelter for tornadoes? <laughs> <laughs> Get in this church, give me it $400. We got breakfast. You'll be fat when you die. <laughs> okay, you won't go this Sunday. I've got to grab some clothes. i will come over at 6 o'clock. Next Sunday I'm coming over. Hey girl, here's what God said. God said you're supposed to be in church. Get up, get dressed, and let's go. I'm gonna help you get your kids ready. You get ready. I don't care what you feel like. I don't. Come on, we're going to the house. We gotta compel people. I don't care how sleepy you are. Shouldn't be You see all the excuses you get. You see all the all the weariness it becomes, and you just. Just want to go. Well, I'm going to quit asking because, I'm a Pastor, I've asked him 10 times. Well, how about 11? Compel them. Go. You know what? If she really won't come, we're going to find somebody else. Hey, you're a good looking guy. You want to go to church with me? Great. He said, sure. <laughs> Do you have your own car, your own clothes? Hallelujah. Praise God. Step it up we got to break this mentality that we just barely get up and go ourselves. We can barely make it. Come on. I know it's the Sunday after Easter and a lot of people forgot about it today, but you didn't. You're the called men and women of God. And we got to break the limitations that we put on God and say God built this place. Every empty chair should have a man or a woman sitting in it because that's what God has called me to be and I'm not going to limit God. I'm not going to say this is it. This is all there is. I'm done. No. No. You're getting your eyes off Jesus. You're getting your eyes on statistics. You're getting your eyes on your history. And it's going to predict your future. If you're not careful. You have a Pastor, you don't understand. Hey, listen. Absolutely, I understand some things. We just had a healing in my wife's name. Amen. You know what? We didn't listen to the doctors. I told her. she can tell you this on our way to the orthopedic surgeon, what did I tell you? Not going to have surgery. I'm not just trying to, to spout this out. I've prayed. God has spoken to my heart. And he told me. I told her on the way to the, the not after. Anybody can say stuff afterwards, But on the way to the orthopedic surgeon, I told her, we're going to get a report today and you will not have surgery. Amen. That's not what the doctors are saying. And that's not what society says. And that's not what the world says. We had a, a, a young man right here. His father went through surgery this week. And the doctors were telling us he may not make it through the surgery. He's 91 years of age. He's got a lot of complications. Right, Steve? Steve calls me. I said, hey, let's go, let's go up there and pray. Went up there and prayed. Came through the surgery. He's doing better. He's, gonna, he's now in a nursing home to get rehab and stuff. But God did what the doctor, what was the percentage the doctor said he might make it through the surgery? It wasn't slim. Yeah. wasn't much. That's limitations. We've got to start going, hey, I, I can't measure this. <laughs> Break the measuring line. Put it up, stop, because what God has in store for you, you cannot measure. Here's what the Word of God says, and God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine according to the power that is within you. You have the power of God in you. You've just got to stop building walls, having limitations, measuring things out and say this is as far as I can go. This is as far as God will go because this is where my faith stops. Listen, we've got to let our faith go beyond the walls, go beyond the limitations and say my God can do anything. Nothing is impossible with God. I believe God to do the impossible because that's the kind of God I serve. Come on, let's give Him a real head clap of praise today. Hallelujah. This is the truth. The truth. And sometimes even churches have a hard time listening to the truth because they've been confused. For so long. Pastor you mean. That my marriage does not have to end. I mean that. Yeah. Pastor. You mean that I, I'm a teenager. And then I could do things. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You mean that. Here's where I am. But. God really wants to take me there. Yes. Yes, he doesn't want to be doesn't want us to be enslaved to sin, but neither does he want us to be enslaved to a mindset and a culture and get all confused that we don't even know who we are. Stand with me today. I want you to hear me. I'm telling you the truth. We have got to stop measuring. We've got to stop putting boundaries on God. I have a headache. I know God can heal that. I've got cancer. Here's what the doctors say. What does God's word say? What does God say about what does God's word say about stripes and healing? Well, I, the enemy here, here's what the here's the pastor here, here's what the enemy's doing. The enemy. I had so many people telling me what the enemy's doing. What's God doing when the enemy comes in like a flood? God will raise up a standard of holiness What is God doing? God is wanting to do immeasurably. More. This is our faith sometimes. And doubts come in. Sometimes even in our prayers. I had a guy come forward one Sunday morning on the next Monday morning. He was having triple heart bypass. You know what he came up and said? I believe today God will heal me and I will not have to have surgery in the morning. I gotta tell you, for a moment, as a pastor, I'm like, okay. You know what that guy was doing? I know they say triple or bypass. I got a go. So we prayed for him. Wednesday night, he's in church. Pastor, I told him to do a heart calf one more time before surgery. And I had zero block. This is a guy in his 70s. Zero blockages anywhere in my life. Zero. Last week the doctor told my wife, "There's not one ligament, not cartilage. You have no arthritis." He was shocked. At your age, no arthritis. What? Don't you love it when the doctors do stuff about your age? We serve a limitless God. Yes. I'm going to get a bigger amen. amen. I want you to get here with me because God's taken me this week on this journey and I want you to get there. We serve a limitless God. Yes. And I know today that the enemy has put things in your life and you have limited to them. Hey, Listen. I believe God is wanting you to step out by faith and to say, today, I break the measure line. Today, I'm going to step out of faith and believe God for the impossible. I'm going to step out and not doubt. I'm telling you, it's so easy to doubt. We can say it with our mouth and the whole time we're doubting it. I've been there. I'm telling you, God is wanting to speak to your heart today and say, hey, listen to the preacher. He's telling you truth. Let truth get beyond your culture, your society, what the world is confusing you about. Let it get deep down in your spirit. And you got to know that you know that you know that I am God and I will. He wants to take you beyond the limits in your life to get out of the boat and do things, live the way God wants you to live. And I believe there's areas in a lot of people's lives today that that there are limitations. Maybe you've put them there, maybe someone else has put them there. I don't know and I don't care all I know today is that God is going to speak to your heart and say, you know what? This is the area you've got to believe me to step out and not limit to in. I love that illustration that Dale brought with the offering this morning because Abraham, he walked every step up that mountain. Come on, Isaac, let's go. Where's the sacrifice? God will provide. I don't have to know how it's going to happen. All I have to do is believe. ...message. And join us anytime at PCACHurch.com and every Sunday at 2313 East Prospect in Ponca City.